You are listening to Career Up Now Socially Distanced Close-Ups. Let's jump in on the conversation. Thanks so much for joining me today. Really excited. You've been involved with Career Up Now for a few years now. I think actually closer to when we got started and really excited to have the opportunity to interview you today. Now, it's so interesting, especially because you have this background that was connected with Israel and now you're in the US, like you were actually industrial engineering in the Negev desert of Israel, where then you went on to University of California at Berkeley to get a master's in business administration. And I'm wondering, as a manager and business leaders, like, I mean, you've been at Deloitte and now you're at DocuSign. So, I mean, super cool. Like, what advice do you have for young people that would want to pursue the field that you're in now? Yeah. So I definitely did not, never intended myself to end up in kind of a SaaS sales organization. I always saw myself more in the management of big project. I like structures <laughs> and I like structured thinking and that actually kind of doing things efficiently and effectively excites me. So that, which is why I went into industrial engineering. But then quickly after, actually, my first gig out of undergrad, I discovered that I, I was doing kind of a very much an operational role, a supply chain role. And I discovered that I, it's really challenging work, but it's entirely uninteresting to me. So I pivoted really quickly, but I took the time to think about what I wanted to do. I actually took a couple of months off and I consulted and I did a lot of research to find a path that took me to where I am today. And I've done a few pivots since then. So I think the advice that I would give is be intentional with where you want to go. Don't, at least that, that's what served me. Don't float around and let life happen to you. But at the same time, allow for, for some flexibility. When you learn new things, notice them, take stock of them, reflect on them, and change your plans accordingly. I mean, that's really like that idea to reflect iteratively while going through one's career and not just like looking at it as a finish line. There's a book by an Israeli author. I think it's called Happiness. Have you read that? No. It's really cool. He talks about like each step along the way to celebrate like every step. I mean, it's kind of like Dayenu, but like (laughs) celebrating like each step along from our exodus from Egypt, but like each step along instead of like looking at the finish line and only being happy when you finish that and then not actually finding happiness. Um, until that next thing. So, I mean, I love that advice. So we're in the middle of a pandemic right now. You're at a, a large company managing like people and project. What opportunities has this pandemic provided for you? Yeah, it's interesting. When I was building my team, I insisted to have everyone local around me. So we were all in the office because I wanted to have that team environment and I wanted us to learn from each other and have creative ideas throughout the day. And what I found almost perversely is that I now know my team better because of this pandemic, because I made it a point that I scheduled 30 minutes of like a virtual happy hour, or I called it coffee, tea, kombucha. And basically we do nothing but just talk and not talk about work. And pre-COVID, we were all just busy doing our work and everything was mostly around business. And we had the niceties of how you're doing, how was your weekend? But now you have this 30 minutes of focus time 
and you actually get to know your peers and your, the rest of the team, which is great. As much as people are willing to bring you into their lives, it gets a closer bond. What is it that you wish you had known before you got started? The most important thing is to not let it take you down. It's okay to feel bad and it's okay to take your time and feel a little bit sorry for yourself. That's okay. It's allowed. But regroup, reflect, think about it and adjust for kind of what's next. It's one of my managers and mentors told me, you know, your career is like a stock price. Can go up, it can go down. It's all in the natural cycle of things. So again, knowing that ahead of time and allowing yourself to you know to fail is okay. Also, I'm gonna overuse a cliche: not failing it probably means that you're not daring enough. So allow yourself to fail, take chances, calculated chances, but don't let a good failure go to waste. I think it's one of the things that you kind of intuitively think about when you start off. But it always stings when it happens. And it, you know, it has happened to me a few times in, in my career. But I think in the grand scheme of things, it's okay. You're going to have a long career ahead of you. Allow yourself to go through the ups and downs. I've heard the quote before, never let a good crisis go to waste. But I like that apro-pro place with never let a failure go to waste, which leads me to my next question. Like, what's one failure that you've had in your life that made you reassess my first role straight out of undergrad actually started while I was an undergrad was in the operations at Procter & Gamble. Basically, I was in charge of bringing the shampoos to Israel. So if you were missing your favorite shampoo on the shelf, that's probably because of me in, you know, 2007. And the work was extremely challenging. It's not easy, but I really didn't do very well at that role. And eventually, effectively, I was let go. And that hurts. You know, it hurts a lot. It's my first job as a, like an adult after undergrad. It's a meaty role with real responsibility and real consequences in the real world. If I'm not doing my job right, it's you don't get to use the shoulders. Because up until then, I've had a pretty, a pretty decent run of, uh, you know, success, adult life. So that kind of uh, made me confront reality that, you know, I'm going to fail. And so that was the, one of those failures. What I did then is take advantage of, you know, Israel's unemployment benefits. And I basically said, I'm going to, I'm not going to jump into the next job. I'm going to take some time off and think about what I want to do next. I actually seek professional help too with a psychologist that also is kind of an ex has expertise in job placements. And I really reflected of, you know, what went wrong in this year at my role that made me perform the way I perform, which is not something that I'm proud of the way I performed. And what can I take forward to adjust? I used that knowledge and I found my new North Star, which set me on a five-year, you know, was kind of like a, this is where I want to go. And that put me on a path for the next five years. So that led me to wanting to be really good at business. And I found that I wanted to go into management consulting and ended up going to Tel Aviv Strategic Consultants, which is a premier consultancy in Israel. And I knew I wanted to do an MBA with a mix of business and environment which led me to my MBA at Haas, UC Berkeley, where I did both my MBA and also had a certificate in sustainability. It led me to my first my summer internship and my first role out of my MBA, which is at Deloitte Consulting, which again, had a mix of consulting and sustainability. So that failure definitely helped me realize where I want to go and put me on the path for kind of the following five years. And then 
ever since then, I've kind of been readjusting and slowly nudging. That's great. And also, I did hear that dandruff went, in, went up in Israel in 2007. <laughs> so I now I know statistically and hygienically why that came into play. <laughs> so you speak about your North Stars. What's one value that you feel is very important for people to have in their lives and that you hold dear? I'm very sensitive to integrity. And again, I don't know if that's the direction you're going with, but for me, I'm very, very sensitive kind of acting in a, with integrity and respect, but like towards everyone that I interact with. And it's interesting, uh, and especially now with everything that's going around and kind of the new heightened awareness with Black Lives Matter and, and LGBTQ. And obviously when I meet people that are different than me, I notice it. And I was always concerned, am I treating people fairly? Am I, am I harboring anything that some implicit racism? And again, through reading and talking to people and reflecting, um, I've kind of realized that you know, there are definitely biases and all of us have these biases and you need to recognize them. You need to acknowledge them. But as long as, and I try and treat everyone as best as I can. Acknowledging that these biases exist is, is that step towards it. So I guess I'm going on a tangent here. Those are things that I'm values that I try and live by every day and that reflects in how I treat my team and our customers and just people that I meet every day. I mean, I love how you bring in integrity and then also team development. I'm one of the core things that people have at different points in their lives as a mentor what role has mentorship played in your life? And if you want to throw it back to the IDF, that could even be cool. Mentors play a huge role in my life. And every once in a while, I ask myself or people ask me, like, do you have a role model? And probably my only role model is my mom. As I've grown, I've realized exactly how much of a superwoman she is. And she's still one of the people that I consult with frequently. Mentors are important. And what's interesting is that it happens most of the time, which is I've, I've learned this over time, is that it happens organically and it doesn't necessarily happen in a formal way. You know, it's not like one day you'll march up to someone and say, I would love for you to be my mentor. Can we meet for an hour every week? That's a big ask of people, especially as you start going up the ladder of the people you're hoping would be your mentors. Most of the time, it can be very organic. It can happen naturally on a need basis. The important advice I will throw back there is be willing to give as much as you're asking to take. A two-way street. I wish I would have known earlier on because I think I would have been more willing to seek mentors. I always considered mentor. I need to think long and hard before I make this big ask of someone. I think I missed out on the opportunities to have more mentors and earlier in my career. And I actually don't have a tie-in to my service. Unfortunately, there, you know, there I had people I aspired to be, you know, when ah. I was younger or when I was in my service, I was in a pretty small unit in the IDF. I was in the ordnance disposal unit, basically the bomb squad. Everybody always asked me, have you seen the Hurt Locker? And then finally I saw it last year. And that is an ex extreme version of what uh, I ever did. It's way over dramatized. That It's a small unit. So obviously you're, you're there with a lot of very talented, high performance individuals. And certainly there are a lot of people there that I admired for their ability to 
think under pressure, their ability to think outside the box. As I said earlier, I'm a very structured thinker. And that's actually where I thrive in like logic and structures and putting things into boxes. And I also kind of accept that I'm a conformist and I kind of accept reality. And a lot of people in that team actually always challenge what's going on in front of them. Like they ask, like, why do we have to do these things? And I always admire that. Yeah, again, I'm going on a tangent, so my apologies. Earlier in, in my career in my life, I always saw that and I said, and that kind of upset me or disparaged me. And, and as you grow, you kind of learn to accept that people are different and everyone has their own strength. You know, I accept that. That's not me. I am not going to constantly question the status quo. On the other hand, I'm probably going to be able to execute on a few things really, really well when it gets time to stop questioning and start doing, right? So everyone has their strengths as long as you recognize them and you navigate yourself to those areas of strength, you'll do fine. I love that. Well, I want to thank you so much for your involvement with Career Up Now and joining us for this edition of Socially Distanced Close-Ups and wish you tremendous success in all your endeavors. Thank you very much, Bradley. It was a pleasure being on and thank you for inviting me.